everybody talks to me about their expectations for retirement income, whether it's five years from now or 35 years from now. I talk to all ages. But one of the things that I notice uh, is that a lot of them repeat what they've heard from, from various ad, uh, financial advisors, whether it's their 401k guy at work or, or maybe their neighbor who might be a financial planner of some sort or whatever. And, and those guys, they, they know what they're doing. One of the things that have, has always bothered me is when these advisors uh, tell people that not to worry about income taxes in retirement because they're going to be at a lower rate. Uh, if you've been investing since the 20s, 30s, or 40s uh, age brackets and you retire at 65, 66, whatever, and you're going to go down in tax, in tax uh, rates, what were you doing wrong? I, I, I've never understood that. And now let's get specific. If you, if you have a family, whether it's one or two working uh, parents, uh, and, and they start out, and in, in we all kind of experience this cycle. You, we're learning whatever industry we're in. Uh, we, we start getting better. Sometimes we switch industry. That happens more these days. Uh, we used to have one or two employers our whole life. Now we've got people now in their 30s. They're already on their third employer because uh, that's just the, the, the new nature of the economy. But over time, they begin to make more and more money. And they understand that their lifestyle doesn't have to keep increasing with it. They save more and more. And they begin to invest because they understand the, the dynamics of investing for retirement. But how they invest for retirement really begins to show itself as being just extremely important. Are they going to do the stock market? Are they going to be in bonds? Uh, what are they going to do that's going to give them enough money to retire on? Now, if we have somebody who by the time they're 40 years old is making somewhere between 75 and 150,000. Uh, clearly, that's more than the median 50,000 household income for the country. They're, they're not living up to their eyeballs, so they're saving money, which is why they have money to invest. If they're going to invest for, say, 25 years from that point on, they're 40, and they're going to retire at 65. And they're saving, 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 and they keep making a little bit more money. Every five or 10 years, they can look back and say, oh, I'm making more money now. And they're saving more. They invest in, in real estate. They invest in notes. They maybe got uh, themselves an EIUL with David Schaefer here on my staff. So what ends up happening in about 25 years is they've compounded all those investments. And if they haven't relied on the stock market, or some kind of fund, they're not subjecting themselves to these huge cyclical and sometimes pretty stealthy drops. Now, I understand real estate has its own bubbles, this, that, and the other. But in real estate, and especially notes, and I'll address that, but in real estate, even when property goes down in value, you have to understand there's a false assumption that that's deadly. You're not getting to retirement with the biggest net, of net worth that you can create because you're going to be spending your net worth in retirement. You're not going to spend your net worth 
you're going to spend the yield on that net worth. So if you had a property that might have been worth half a million dollars when you retired, and something happened in the real estate market where it went down 20%, now it's worth 400000 you, you didn't lose any money because you didn't sell. What you really have to look at was, is, was there a concurrent drop in rents? Well, a lot of times that goes with it. But even if it did, you lost 20% of your income. You still have income. So you see what I'm saying? It's not that you're just getting 4% or 5% or 3.5% from your 401k. What you've done is over 25 years, you've invested in real estate. You've invested in notes. Ah, uh, notes. Not only do notes help you pay off all your real estate way sooner rather than later because of the payments over time, you've also invested into notes in what we call a tax-free wrapper, usually a Roth entity of some sort, over those 25 years. And so what's happened is they've grown and grown. You've killed two birds with one stone with the note you bought in your own name because they helped you pay off debt. And when you pay off debt, what happens to the income from the real estate? It skyrockets the next day because you don't have the debt service. Meanwhile, back at the note ranch, you've got notes in your own name. You've got notes in a Roth. You've got income coming everywhere. Every time a note pays off, you're, you're paying capital gains taxes in the, when notes in your own name. You're not paying any tax whatsoever in the Roth. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And it keeps growing after you retire. So think about 25 years of doing the real estate, 25 years of doing notes, 25 years of doing an EIUL and you're supposed to be in a lower tax bracket? People, most investors, if they just stay close to the best, and like I always say, just take the boring road from A to B, end up making more money per year in retirement from their first year in retirement on than they ever made in their best year at work. Now, is that true all the time? No, it's not. Sometimes people have to correct mistakes they've made before they start started executing the wiser strategies. Sometimes they, they come on board uh, too late in life or time's not their friend anymore, but they still can make improvements. The key is this. If you start by the time you're before you're 50 and you have any kind of equity or cash to work with, and you're consistent in what you do, if you retire with less than six figures a year at retirement at 65, look in the mirror because it's your fault. Catch you later.